Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Program Perceptions, which is a podcast geared towards dissecting ways we might have been programmed and talking through our perceptions. My name is Dr. Tanisha Barton, and I have decided to do something um, new and different. So I have been asking for feedback, and I have been looking at data, quite frankly, on the episodes that I've done really well, on the episodes that um, a lot of people usually message me after they've listened to them and they're like, oh my gosh, more of that helped me. Um, or, oh my gosh, I loved hearing about that. Um, one of the things that I am noticing that a lot of people gravitate towards and really love hearing my perspective on or hearing me talk about um, is about finances. And so the cool thing about me talking about finances is I absolutely love talking about finances. It they are important to me. They matter very much to me in my own personal life. And I spend a lot of time researching. I spend a lot of time asking maybe dumb questions. And I just spend a lot of time in this space. So I'm excited that I feel like you all really love to hear more about them. And so what I've decided to do, and I, I spent some time really figuring out what I thought would make the most sense um, to do. And so what I decided to do um, was create a slew of episodes um, that talk about finances. And so I basically took at some time, probably like 30 minutes, and I just started thinking like, what are some things that I wish somebody would have told me that would have helped me um, think differently or pay more attention to my finances um, when I had the chance? I think a lot of times finances is one of those things where depending on how you're raised or depends on, you know, what kind of household you have, you were told not to ever tell anybody how much money you make, not to ever talk about your finances, to keep it, to keep those things are private. On some levels, I agree with those things. Um, for those of you that know me that are listening, I, I never really talk about how much money I make. Um, I don't think that it's relevant, but one of the things that I do like to talk about are process things. And habits and things that I've created and, and systems and just ways that I feel like I have evolved through finances. And so what I'm going to do is I'm going to have like a little mini series. Um, if it does well, obviously I will pick it up and see how I can um, have more episodes about it. But so I thought about having a mini series um, about intentional financing. Um, and so I think that um, it sounds like a really like great idea to do this. And so I was kind of just making sure that I'm providing information that's helpful, providing things that people can actually touch and fill and apply. Because for me as a learner, one of the most frustrating things is whenever you're being taught something and then you're kind of looking around and you're like, but how do I touch that? Like, how do I immediately apply that into my life so that I can win at that? Um, and so hopefully through this, um, intentional finance kind of journey, um, you will find that this little mini series really helps you to, to maybe think different, or maybe you can share this podcast with somebody and it can help them think differently as well. Um, I do want to call out at the very beginning of this episode that if you are ever thinking of things like, man, I wish Tanisha would talk about this in her podcast, or I wish that she would focus on this. Um, my personal Instagram is Dr. Tanisha Barton on, um, on Instagram. So you can go on Instagram at any moment. My account is public. You can follow me there. Um, I oftentimes will post things like, Hey, let me know what you're thinking. Let me know what you're feeling. Um, and it allows me to get more information from what people want to hear. 
I also um, have a blog on my website called Program Perceptions. Programperceptions.com is the name of the blog. Um, I also blog about a lot of different things and ideas as well. And then obviously I have my Instagram podcast um, page that is Program Perceptions. um, And on Instagram, I often just kind of post like motivational things as well. So I say all of that to say, there are a lot of there are a lot of different ways that you can contact me and reach out to me if there is something that you're wanting to hear me talk about or you know anything on that matter so feel free to use all of those different avenues so today one of the things that i wanted to really focus on again you might hear my paper shifting um, because i i took a, a ton of notes and i basically like i said thought about things that i wish that i would have known that i can apply immediately And so I very specifically called this intentional financing um, for a lot of reasons. Intentional because obviously you have to be intentional with your finances. I think the bottom line with anything when it comes to something that is so easily to lose and something that's so easily to kind of manipulate and let go and use wrong um, is you have to be intentional. Similar to if you have a relationship, you have to be intentional every day. If you have a friendship, Uh, If you're a parent, if you are presenting something at work, you have to be very intentional. And so intentional finance is just a way um, that I am going to brand this so that you can know that with everything that I'm writing, there is an intention or everything I'm saying, there is some intention behind it. And the word finance is there because the word finance usually scares people or People are like, that's not something I'm not strong at or, oh, gosh, I don't know a lot about finances. However, the more comfortable you get with the word finance, the more you start to change your mindset around finances and hearing that word, the better off you will become um, with your finances. And so the very first thing um, I am going to mention is changing your mindset. So when you hear the word finance, you should get excited or maybe not if you don't get excited, you should start to feel a certain way um, of empowerment or, oh, I'm going to conquer that. And so you have to change your mindset when it comes to finances. There was a time where all I had, I had debt. I was working to pay off debt. And quite frankly, I wasn't making a lot of extra money to pay off debt. Um, And I remember there were moments where I would hear the word finance and I literally just cringed. So if you are that person that when you hear the word finance, put intentional in front of the word finance and make your actions and your thought intentional. So you've got to change your mindset. Um, The second thing is if you have a partner, you've got to get your partner on board with you. So everybody is different. Everybody is motivated differently. Everybody sees, you know, things, everybody sees different value in things. But if you have a partner and if you do not get your partner um, involved in what you're doing, excited about what you're doing, or bring that partner on board with you to start your process, it is going to be tremendously hard for you to succeed. If you are single, make that, um, make sure that you get your team or your team, (laughs) make sure that you get your friends and the people that would support you um, as well. Uh, Make sure they know what's going on because I'm going to tell you the hardest thing about finances is when you are trying to save everything or you're trying to make sure you have enough money and do certain things. But then the one friend keeps inviting you to all these things and you haven't learned the art of saying no. So you feel the need to continuously say yes. 
have your friends um, be your support system. So again, if you have a partner, lean on your partner. Um, you guys need to work this together. If you do not have a partner, you also should make sure that you tell your support system. There's going to be days where it sucks. There's going to be days where you need motivation. There's going to be days where you want to quit. And that is when having the partner that you're with will help you and having a support system around you will help you as well. Um, the, the third thing I think that is important is remember why you started, like have a goal. Remember, remember what is prompting you to start is prompting you to start paying off your debt. Okay. That's your goal. Or like, what is the reason? Are you wanting to live a life where you can just do whatever you want and be financially free? Okay, great. That's your goal. So think about things in that context. Why am I starting? I sometimes I am on um, weight loss journey. It's annoying. I hate losing weight. It's frustrating, whatever. I love to eat whole different conversation for a whole different day. Um, but sometimes when I don't want to work out or when I'm eating something that doesn't taste as good as a hamburger and French fries, um, I often tell myself, it's not about the fact that this doesn't taste like hamburger and French fries. It is the fact that I'm eating this as a means to an end because I'm trying to reach a goal. So again, change, um, change how you how you start thinking about things with remembering how you started. So just to kind of recap, change your mindset. If you have a partner, make sure you and your partner are on the same page and remember why you started have a goal. Um, so those are kind of the, the things to get started. If you start and all of those things are not figured out, you are setting yourself up to fail period. You have to be in the right mindset. You have to be ready to move forward. Um, so just to start, I will probably continue to say those things over and over through this little mini series. Um, but it's important because I think, you know, you, you've got to be able to set the tone early. Um, so getting to the kind of the meat and potatoes of why we're here, you see, I, I like hamburgers, meat and potatoes. Here we are. Um, there are certain things that I did at the very, 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 very start of my final financial journey. And those things I feel like created a foundation for me to get started. So the very first thing that I did was calendar calendaring my paydays. So again, this doesn't sound like a big deal, right? It sounds like you're like, well, duh, I know when I get paid. However, it's bigger than that. If you calendar your paydays, you have to do two things. First, you have to actually look on a calendar and then you have to determine when you will get paid. Okay, sounds really ridiculous, but follow me here. If I go look on a calendar um, and I, I'm looking at a calendar in front of me, if I look at a calendar and I'm like, okay, I get paid on the 15th of every month and I get paid on the 30th of every month. So I'm going to know in my mind, when I look at the 15th and the 30th, I get paid. If you want to take this a step further, and this is what I used to do years ago, um, on the 15th, I'm going to get paid how much money? $1,000 on the 15th. Then on the 30th, I'm going to get paid $1,000. All that does is it starts to make you comfortable with numbers. And that's what you want. You want to start being comfortable with your numbers because once you're comfortable with your numbers, you associate your finances with your numbers, right? So intentional finance, intentional finances. I think I said finance earlier, but, but whatever. Intentional finances 
is making sure that things are intentional. So on the 15th, I get paid $1,000. On the 30th, I get paid $1,000. Now, once you calendar your paydays, the other thing that you need to do is start thinking about how you want to pay off certain things, okay? This is why writing down your payday matters. Now, for me, I love Excel spreadsheets. So for me, um, when I was younger, I didn't love Excel. But when I was younger, what I would do is I would get a piece of paper and I would say, I get paid on January 16th, or sorry, January 15th, I will get $1,000. And then I also get paid on January 30th and I get paid $1,000. Then from there, I would say, okay, what bills am I going to pay on the 15th when I get paid? And what bills am I going to pay on the 30th when I get paid? I personally, if I were you, I would go, I would get a spiral or paper or however you do this spiral works better because you will be able to track your process, your progress over time. So in the spiral, January 15th, I get paid, write $1,000 maybe leave seven lines, I don't know, seven or so lines. Um, and then January 30th, I get paid $1,000. So now you have a piece of paper, you have these two dates written, you now have how much money you will make. The second thing is add your bills in there and figure out what you, when you will pay what. So um, I call this planning your finances. So before you get paid, you already know where your money is going to go. The reason why this matters is because it gives you a visual to understand where every dollar that you are getting is going to go. And this mapping as well, I'm using $1,000 increments because quite frankly, it's easy on math. But if I say, you know, $1,000 January 15th, and I only have three bills to pay, right? And my total bills are $500. I now have $500 left over from my January check. Am I going to use that $500 um, for something else that I want to do, or am I going to save that $500 or before January 30th comes, is there something coming up that I need to pay for? Or the flip side of that, do I need to use that $500, add it to my thousand dollars that I'm getting on January 30th. So I now have a total of $1,500. And now I'm going to use $1,200 to pay my mortgage. And then now I are rent or whatever you have. Um, and then now I have $300 left over to do something else for the next month, right? But what this does is it starts to help you plan out your finances before your paydays. So I don't know about you, but growing up, I used to always hear um, my parents say, um, that money is already spent. That money is already spent, right? Or sometimes I'll laugh and joke um, for sake of transparency, I'm gonna get a new phone soon. Um, I'm gonna pay cash for it. So I'm making sure that the day that I go into the store and I pay cash for my phone, I know which check that phone is going to be hit against, right? So I can go, oh, that money's already spent on that check. So if you write down the days, calendar, I call calendar your paydays, right? So write the days you're gonna get paid on that same piece of paper, plan your, your finances before your paydays. So when your payday hits, depending on where you are with your finances, take action. Okay. This again, some of you might be listening to this and be like, Oh my God, this is so elementary Tanisha, really. But honestly, I still do this. 
to this day. Still in 2021, I still calendar my paydays and I still plan my finances or plan my um, plan what I'm going to spend and how I'm going to pay before paydays. So by the time I get paid, um, I, you know, I already know what's going on. The other thing this will do, what you will find, and this is why if you follow me on Instagram or ever hear me, um, this is why I believe in quarterly goals because how the month triggers, um, if, if we take the example I've been using, if you get paid on January 15th and then you get paid on January 30th, a lot of times your January 30th paycheck, because of where it falls, you might have to use a chunk of that to pay for wherever you're living at. And so you might not have a lot of money come um, like February 15th. So how are you budgeting that in-between time, right? Um, if you only do one month or if you only do, um, I guess you could do it in two months, but if you do um, enough time, it really allows you to say like, okay, here's the amount of time I have to do this. Um, I'm going to do it this way because it allows you more space and more planning. One of the other things with finances is that this is, I know this might sound ridiculous, but if you don't know when your, when your paydays are, um, it, it's really hard for you to figure anything out. Or if you're like, I think around this time, or I think around this time, um, I, I think you, you've got to do a better job of knowing when you're getting your money, where is your money? Um, you know, how, how much is coming. Um, if you are somebody that doesn't get paid a select, like at a, a certain amount of time, um, and you're like, well, this check might be a thousand, but this check might be 850, but this check might be 750. You can do two things. You can either decide how, how, um, if you want to like take the average, right? So let's say, um, one week you make $1,000, the next week you make five or the next two weeks you make $500. So the average with that would be $750. Or you can just always take the lowest amount and live off of the lowest amount so that if you make more money, it's okay because you have that flexibility in there, if that makes sense. Um, also, I feel like when I do, um, when I do things quarterly, I like three months. I think 90 days gives, gives me enough time to kind of figure out where I'm going. And who knows, maybe you can try this process for 90 days and see if you like it. Um, it won't work for everybody. Some people will say it's too much, um, which is fine. But the reality is, if you ever plan to win and get ahead at your finances and be able to know where every single dollar is going, you've got to make sure that you know where your paycheck goes because your paycheck is what you're trying to, what you're trying to excel in. Um, if you are somebody that has multiple streams of income. So maybe you'll get a, um, a paycheck on the 11th of January and then the 19th of January and then the 30th of January or something like that. Like if your paydays range and, and vary, you more so than somebody that's getting paid on a standard two week thing, um, I would monitor where your finances are going as well. I would do the same formula and start mapping out your finances because if you don't, then you are in trouble. <laughs> um, so anyways, I think that, again, those two things might sound very basic, but I think it's important. So calendaring your paydays and planning your finances before paydays. And then the third thing that I want to talk about um, that I think is, if it is kind of sets all of this off, quite frankly, is budget. You have to create a budget. 
but you cannot create a budget if you don't know how much money you're getting and when you're getting that money. So the third thing um, within this first intentional finances um, podcast um, is to create a budget. So once you calendar your paydays, you know when you're getting paid. Once you map out your paychecks, right? What bills you're going to pay. You know how much money you have left over. Everything's great. Woohoo. Um, now you need to create a budget because your light bill has to get paid. Your cable bill has to get paid. Your cell phone bill, um, your rent or your mortgage or wherever you're staying. Um, certain things have to get paid, right? They have to. There's nothing you can do. Um, so add those bills to that. Um, I have another episode where I was ranting about subscriptions. This is a really good time that if you have subscriptions and you don't even realize that you have subscriptions and they're just taking money out of your account, I want to encourage you to see if you need those subscriptions. But whatever you do, you have to lay out your budget. But it's really hard to lay out your budget if you don't know what your paydays are consistently and you don't know how much money you're making consistently. So, um, Creating, creating your budget is important. One of the rules that I have with creating a budget is think about the things that you actually need to do. All right. For me, um, when I, so I am now, this is, this is literally a process I follow. So I, um, calendar my paydays, right? So now, and then I have my finances um, mapped out because obviously I don't have a lot of, like, I don't have a lot of bills, um, but I do have, um, I still have mortgage. I, you know, I have um, alarm system and just like different things like that. Right. So after that, what I do, I give myself 10%. That's what I do because that is what I have started in 2021. I'm going to see how I like it. So for me in my budget, I put my 10% in there because guess what? I'm working my butt off. I'm going to pay myself. Um, however, in your budget, you might find, you know what, what if I pay myself differently just for a little bit so I can pay off some other things? Um, again, everyone is going to have a different thought about this. Everyone is going to have a different process and that is okay. But you have to plan your finances. you got to calendar your paydays and then you create your budget. The next episode that I'm going to talk about, um, I will talk about creating a budget and I will talk about how I create a budget. But I'm going to tell you, because this is a series, everything that I'm going to say will piggyback off the next episode. So if you are listening to this right now um, and you are thinking like, I do not want to plan my finances before paydays. This is ridiculous. I do not want to calendar um, my paydays. Like, why do I got to do that? I know when I get paid. Um, if you're feeling that way, that's totally fine. Um, but just know as I move through this series, I'm going to continue to piggyback off of these things because all of these things matter. And I think it's important that we spend the time, um, to create a good system in place so that you can follow it because guess what your, your paydays, you're going to continue to get paid similar to like I'm saying, right? Most of us get paid either every week bi-weekly 15th or first and 15th or 30, like whatever. So these things aren't changing. So if they're not going to change, we need to change to fit our standard way of living so that we are in line with what we need to do. Um, the other thing is to, I am not here to judge you. I'm just here to give you advice. So if you love the advice you're hearing, great, listen to it, take it for what it's worth, share it with a friend, 
you know, whatever. But if you don't like any of this advice, that's totally fine. Um, you're entitled to your opinion. I am literally just sharing things that I worked that I did for myself and it worked for me. So I just wanted to share them out. I also realized that as humans, um, we don't have classes that teach us financial literacy. Um, we don't get to go attend, you know, a, a six month course where we get to sit down and there's somebody working on the, working on the, on the board or well, hell it's COVID season. So we don't have something online that we get to go through and really gets to sit with us while we're young that teaches us all of these things. So again, these things worked for me. I think they're extremely important and they continue to show up very consistently in all of my planning that I'm doing with my finances. And um, I'm going to take this a step further. This also works for me for my professional life and how I kind of plan my day. So anyways, I'll just leave it at there because it's about finances, but um, I'll take it back from the top. So again, make sure that you change your mindset. Don't get intimidated, nervous, anxious, or whatever about finances. It, you shouldn't be. It should be exciting. It is your power. Um, so let's. we're going to be intentional. Um, make sure that you have, if you have a partner, you bring your partner along with you, have them listen to this episode. You guys can listen to it together, whatever works for you, um, do that. Um, and then if you don't have a partner and you have friends, bring your friends along with you, let your friends know what you're doing. If they know what you're doing, I promise you, they will be supportive. And quite frankly, if they know what you're doing and they're not supportive, you might need to ask yourself, is that really a friend? Um, different conversation for a different day. And then um, the third thing is just remember where you started, have a goal. Um, and the goal could just very much be you want to start paying more attention to your finances. Um, it doesn't have to be this astronomical goal. It can be if you want it to be, but really start with those three things, changing your mindset, making sure that you have people around you or your, your partner in life that is working on this together so that you can plan together and win together. And then remember why you started, have a goal. Um, that should be kind of your shining star. And then again, just to recap for the three quick tips or qui or qui qui really qui um, <laughs> the three tips to just start the process. Um, plan your finances. Sorry, calendar your paydays. Um, make sure that you have. I personally, like I said, I have a spiral. I have a pen. Um, I have a piece of paper, and that piece of paper is for January. Um, I will break it into three parts if I do it quarterly. Again, I have transitioned to an Excel spreadsheet. I still do this. Um, I have an Excel sheet. What I do is I write down literally every day I'm getting paid and the amounts of money that I'll be making. And then I go through and I plan my finances. I plan what I'm going to pay. So by the time payday rolls around, I have a plan. So again, calendar your paydays and um, plan your finances before paydays of what you're going to spend. And then the third and final thing is budget. Um, you have to create a budget. I know that creating a budget for some people gives them anxiety. Some people feel like if I have the money there, I'm just going to spend it. Um, some people don't know how to create a budget, so they just never have. And some people just, quite frankly, might not even understand why a budget even matters. But um, in the next episode, I will spend some time thinking about uh, creating a budget and why that matters. Um, and I'll also talk a little bit about um, some other things as we're kind of continuing this journey and, and as I'm building out the series. Um, again, if you enjoy listening to things like this, if you want more about finances, um, feel free, hit me up on Instagram, Dr. Tanisha Page, or sorry, Dr. Tanisha Barton. 
Um, I did just get married. So sometimes I don't know my name. So Dr. Tanisha Barton on Instagram or programperceptions.com or program perceptions on Instagram. Um, either way, I would love to hear some of your advice, some of your suggestions, how you started. Maybe you have a different brain. Maybe you're doing things a little bit differently. Or quite frankly, maybe you're doing all the things that I said and you are glad to hear somebody else say it. Um, again, hopefully you enjoy this. I'm hoping to just provide some context to those of you that are wanting to get better at your finances and the, those of you that are really focusing in on 2021 and hoping um, to just have better movement and just feel more, more secure when it comes to financial um, things. So um, remember, your perceptions aren't always reality. Sometimes they are the lens in which you have been programmed. And that is exactly true for finances. So this is almost a perfect um, ending to this topic because your perceptions will impact the way that you view finances and the way that you have been programmed in the past will also impact the way that you see finances today. So I'll say it again, your perceptions aren't always reality. Sometimes they're the lens and what you have been programmed. Thank you for listening.